I had a dream about. <laughs> oh, that's something that every straight man wants to hear. Yeah, it's straight as you know what. I um, I don't know how it started, but somehow you got promoted over me, and or like my boss all of a sudden, <laughs> and uh, I just like couldn't let it go, and I was just a complete dick to you. Like I'd walk by and say shit. You'd leave early from work, and then I'd be like, I just, I just would like ridicule you. Like it was like one day wow. I woke up. Wow. So what you're, what you're telling yeah, was... me is that if somehow I end up above you, you're just gonna totally flip the ship on me. You're just gonna hate me. Well, that's what my dream said. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So, um, what was your weekend? It was good. Uh, the in-laws came over to stay in the driveway tailgate style to just talk to us and hang out. So that was fun. No, no, I had fun. Um, I grilled yeah, burgers fun. on Sunday. Um, trying to think of what else we did. I did some writing. I got the, um, the book set up, at least the layout of it. And that was actually the hardest part, I think. Well, maybe the hardest part will be starting chapter one. But <laughs> I actually got like the whole layout set up. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have it be where like the first part of my life is going to be like kind of part one with like 10 chapters in it. And then it's going to be like 1.1, mm-hmm. 1.2, and I keep going like that. And then flip the script when everything changes. And it's going to be like 2.1, 2.2, all that stuff. Um, so total, it's going to be like 17 cool, chapters. That's nice. a cool idea. Yeah, good for you. Thanks. How was your weekend? Great. Went camping. Stay at home. My ass. <laughs> um, I honestly, I'm not trying to be an a-hole, but it's like, I would be more at risk going to the yeah. grocery store. So literally I don't see the difference and I wasn't trying to be a hard ass. I just needed to get out and it was great. Brought my fishing pole and we were on a lake. Didn't catch anything because I was offshore and it was really shallow, but I just threw a line in there just to say I did. So that was nice. cool. Yeah. I had a fire, drank beer. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? I got a couple things. I thought you were going to drive this thing. I guess. I guess I have to come up with something. Else. I'm up. I'll. I'll drive. Yeah, you the can. Bus, I man. mean, I'm drinking from my Minnesota Vikings mug right now, so you can use that as some some stuff right now. I don't know. That just um, shows that I'm a really nice guy, and I'm not even going to hate on you. Wow. So you're not going to be a typical Packers fan. Mm-hmm. I actually thought the Vikings had a really good draft. I would have like I would have liked those players on the Packers. Personally. Yeah, I, I did too. I wasn't a huge fan of our GM trading back for all those picks, but now it actually looks pretty smart. Yeah. Um, since this is Packer country, everybody, one of the guys I went camping with, he was like so pissed about the the Packers first round pick. But really, I don't know. I thought that was I, a good um, pick. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was, um, I honestly, I, like me and you have talked in here before. I don't really care. I, I love the Packers and I watch them, but I don't let it like some people let 
it be the end all be all. I just don't care enough, so I don't. Um, it doesn't really bother me. I didn't even watch the draft, so I don't even care. But um, I noticed uh, I typed in draft like just to look through like the first few mm-hmm. rounds or whatever, and I saw an article on Jake Fromm, and he's like, talk about a drop. He was. Talk about in the first round, possibly when he went like what yeah. fifth round or something to the Bills. Yeah, that was horrible. I feel bad for him. I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess you're... he's still got yeah, a chance. Right. To... You, you, it's all about perspective. Yeah. He's still got a chance. Still got a chance to play a kid's game and make money. Yeah. So I'm surprised the pack didn't go after a wide receiver in the first round and and go after a quarterback in like the third or fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Uh, I thought Jonathan Taylor might go a little higher. I know running backs don't usually go that yeah. high, but a couple years, like four or five years ago, you had like Gurley and Melvin Gordon all from the top, like what, 15? And then one of the all time greats yard wise goes in yeah. the second round. It, but, yeah, that yeah. doesn't make sense to me because back when. Uh, the Vikings got Adrian Peterson from Oklahoma. We got him in the first round. I can't remember what pick it was, but it was in the first round. Yeah, and I'm not saying uh, Taylor will ever be as good as him, but, I mean, he had one of the best college careers of anybody yeah. ever, but, yeah, it doesn't – I guess that doesn't yeah, mean Maybe it doesn't but, when you're in yeah, Wisconsin. Just, to me the, yeah, to me, the running back thing is so weird because you had your, like – Trent is it Trent Green or not Trent Green? Trent Richardson's yeah. of the world and your couple guys from Alabama that would go in the top rounds and then you'd have uh like Derrick Henry, he was like a third round pick and he yep. won the Heisman. So it's like just depends on the year, I think. That's the one um position that I think just varies so much, just depends yeah, on the year. I think I think it truly depends on um personality personality too I, I like really do because like reggie bush he was drafted i don't I don't remember what he was drafted but he was drafted pretty freaking high and, and he wasn't even mm-hmm. i didn't even like him that much but i don't know he was he was yeah. fun in college reggie bush just gonna go on he was picked you listen you ever listen to yeah Joe Rogan not as often as i used to but yeah i still do He's got Jamie, the guy. Anytime he says anything, he goes, yeah, look that up because he never wants to <laughs> yeah. be wrong. I'm doing that for myself. Yeah, you're Let's doing that see. for me right now because I just said that Reggie was drafted early. Yeah. Anybody that listens to this, we're not pretending to be right. We're just talking, so get over it if you don't like it. Uh, let's see. When was he picked? I think they took away his they Heisman. Did. He was picked ahead of Vince Young. He was picked number third. No, number two. In the 06 draft. Oh, I remember that. I was at the U of M at a party, and this kid came running out. You won't believe it. Bush didn't go first. And it was that DN from, like, uh, what I'm gonna was his look. name? Mario yeah, Williams. Yeah, Mario Williams. Never even heard of him. Went first. Yeah, that's what it was. Wow. Yeah, that that's is crazy. insane. So, um, enough sports, because I don't <laughs> care. No. Brewers are in first, so that's all yep, that so are the twins. Twins are in first. Perfect. <laughs> uh, um, today I was thinking 
we've talked about this a few times, but um, to me, we're talking like 9-11 and then this era that we've been alive where like in the midst of chaos, it seems like people band together and actually like care about each other. Yeah. And um, I was just wondering, I wonder if that's like a coping mechanism. Like you feel better if you're helping others or do people, um, they people just actually find perspective. Like, Oh, before when everything was going great, you know, I didn't give a shit about anybody. I just cared about making money or cared about material things. And then when all is said and done and when you realize what's important, you just find that perspective. So I was wondering what you thought. Yeah, on that. that's a good, a good question that I wish I would have had more time to like really, really think about. But um, yeah, I, no, no, it's I good. Could, no, want it's me good. to talk this about would, it? This would be fun to just wing. Um, I think that. I think that there are like varying levels to these kind of crisis situations. Um, I think that when it comes to something as bad as this or as bad as 9-11, you go through different stages of either helping or being incredibly selfish. So like at first, I feel like people were pretty selfish and, and, and that's just what I saw. And then it started to get to the point where they're really truly trying to help people. Like the majority of people seem to be trying to help people right now. But then there gets to be a point where let's say that your wife gets this and, and she's dying or you get this and you're dying or your dad gets it and you're dying. All of a sudden your focus ends up becoming no longer. How can I help other people out? It becomes, how can I help myself out and make it, make sure I can get through this or, like let's say you lose your job then you're focusing on yourself again so that's where i'm i'm thinking it might not have to do with the specific situation you're in it might have to do with Mm -hmm. what um what's happening to you in your life so not like the big circumstance but what's happening actually to you if that makes any sense okay yeah you're taking it more onto like a personal level i i kind of was looking at it as just like overall, I feel like people are more, maybe more apt to help yeah. people. Like, even if it's not necessarily, maybe it's not like, oh, I'm going to go knock on doors and buy people food they can't buy. Man, maybe it's um, you call a friend that you haven't called in a while. Just like things that you yeah. kind of, maybe it's the stuff you yeah. take for granted. I agree with you on that. I, um, I think you're right with that. I just think overall, I feel like in times of chaos, people seem to come together. I, maybe that's just my perspective. I don't know. I think it depends know, but... on what you're looking for. Cause I think you'll find either, either one, like you say, and like Marsha says, you'll find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. True. Cause I bet if there's a big yeah. food shortage, if Trump wouldn't have just signed this executive order, he was talking about signing for keeping all the uh, meat processing plants going, you wouldn't be seeing mm-hmm. that, that many good things. You'd be seeing so many people, killing each other over the last pack of bacon so so it, like i said well, I bacon's think, pretty important man. yeah I, I think it depends on just how dire the situation is because with 9 11 we we were probably i was only five years old so i don't know exactly what everyone was thinking but my guess is people were thinking hey our freedoms are attacked right now that's that's what's happening you don't know if you're going to get attacked you're thinking in green bay probably not going to get attacked because it's green bay wisconsin but like you don't know. So you got that fear of the unknown. So mm-hmm. you're going to band together because of that fear of the unknown. However, if you end up getting something where all of a sudden there's no food, 
that's when it becomes a free for all. People probably aren't going to be helping each other out too much where it's just this, this switch from being human yeah. to being animalistic. So thankfully we haven't reached that yet. I think, I think that's where we, that's um, survival of the fittest yep. mode. Like we're not, Luckily, it hasn't come to that, and hopefully, it never does. But yeah, I think that would definitely change things. I didn't. Wasn't oh, okay. That far. I, <laughs> I was. I just feel like in a negative time, there is positive being done. Like people are caring yep. for people more than I thought they did before. But also, like you said, maybe you're looking for it too. So, but maybe you'll just the fact that we're looking for the good. People are, you know, you're bringing good into your life, and then you're inspired to do good. So maybe it's just like a revolving door of good that is coming yep. from. Yeah, it's so a snowball effect. For that's sure. that's what. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know about that. My uncle texted me and said, go get some meat. They might close down, close down the, you know, processing plants or whatever. And, you know, I don't watch yep. the news. So I get my news from you. So he did sign that. Huh? So they're keeping it open. I don't know if it's been signed yet, but Trump said that he is going to sign an executive order to do that because I heard that Tyson, you know, Tyson, the big meat manufacturing. Yep, yeah. So they do like all kinds of meats. They were going to shut down like 90% of their processing plants around the country, which would mean millions of pounds of meat would either go bad or it just wouldn't be out in the public. And that would cause like horrible supply chain issues. Like my dad texted me the other day, the same thing that your uncle said, like, dude, go out and get your meat. Like go and make sure you have enough stuff frozen. So that's what I did. And now, I mean, I'm happy that I did, but it sounds like they're going to keep it open as long as they can safely keep them open. Yeah, I think that's good. I'd well, and then you're not back into the economic thing, like, okay, they're just throwing away yep. money and then people aren't eating that. And then farmers can't get the money that they have I mean, that they would get from selling their cows to these places or chickens to these places. So yeah, the the whole chain is just messed up right now and I can't wait for everything to get back to quote unquote normal. But I'm also gonna be really, mm-hmm. really sad when things get back to normal if I can't work remotely when I want to. <laughs> yeah i think i would like a little bit mm-hmm. of both I, I don't mind i don't mind doing doing it but every now and again i'd like to get out but yeah that's crazy yeah i took that to a spot i didn't think of but <laughs> yeah that's good stuff um i know we've kind of talked about that before and you said it's it does depend on your personal circumstance mm-hmm. because if something it personally affected me, I probably wouldn't, I would act a lot different. I would, I would definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. I think you're a hundred percent right there, but yeah, I was just kind of thinking the overall with our positivity blog thing. We never, we did this as a result mm-hmm. like of this situation. So we did something to better the situation. I wish, um, I think I hope one thing I take is I want to do that all the yep. time because it makes me feel good too. And hopefully it makes others feel good. Not necessarily a blog, but that sort of mindset, yeah. I guess, is like, I'm here to yeah. help people. I'm taking that mindset so. into, um, into my house. Like I'm, I'm doing the dishes when I see that the dishes need to be done. I'm doing, I'm just cleaning up random stuff because like, why not inject positivity into a house that isn't necessarily full of positivity because my wife is 34 weeks pregnant and in a ton of pain. So like, it's just those things where looking back, I realized maybe I should have been doing more of that stuff. I mean, I did enough, but mm-hmm. not not what I should have been doing. So it's this situation kind of made me realize that I could be doing more. Yeah, that's good. No, I think honestly, a lot of good has come of it from the people, at least that I talked Mm -hmm. to. So, I mean, um, which is you, you, Katie (laughs) and Marsha mainly. Yeah. 
and my wife and um, in-laws here and there. But my my mother-in-law even said that. She's like, I just feel like people are friendlier when you're actually like, because like people are still going out for walks. And I know on that little uh, blurb video we watched the other day, the guy talked about everybody's walking everywhere. Well, first of all, that's mm-hmm. great. But I just feel like when, when I have walked and it's supposed to get really nice at the end of this week into next week. So I'm probably going to get back outside. I haven't full disclosure. I haven't been outside walking that much, but um, I'm riding the bike, but I just feel like people are looking for people to say hi to, even if it's six mm-hmm. feet away. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Gary V this morning. Shout out to Gary V. If he ever hears this, you know, if you just want to like, share this on your social media so that I can get more than 22 views. <laughs> uh, 22 you're moving up but no he said um, yeah I am moving up I, I noticed the more I get it says my estimated audience is four so that's probably you me and Katie and some rando hey, I haven't <laughs> I haven't looked at it since the since the second one so yeah I'd probably help if I had social media and share it but I don't want to do it I'm just gonna do it like this Joe Rogan said he never he I, I always talk about him because that's the guy I listen to the most but he said he started this with his buddies and he just did it and it was fun and they just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and didn't give, they didn't care about who heard it. Yeah. And then look what yeah. happened. I mean, it so helps. I like talking to people. Sorry. It helps when you're Joe Rogan though. So just remember that <laughs> it helps when you're already oh, yeah. famous. I understand. I guess the way I look at it is I like talking and I feel like we have, well, I have good things to say. And if someone else wants to get on there with me and maybe it helps somebody, then it's all good. So I'll just keep doing it. Uh, but anyways, Gary V said, don't put people on a pedestal, don't over-admire, and then you won't beat yourself up for not being up to their standards. Yeah. And um, it's just like, goes back to like, I feel like I was always, I always compare myself to people monetarily and what is it success? And it leads into a whole bunch of questions mm-hmm. as to like, what does success look like? And uh, he said on there on another one, he's like, you know, I think I said this to you before, but. He said, you know, if the guy making $49,000 making honey is happy, you know, he's doing it his way, he might be happier than a guy making $15 million. So it's yeah. Like, how, do you, how do you define success? And it kind of led me back to my dad always says, don't compare yourself to the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, don't compare, you know, I just, but the other thing is, it's kind of a double-edged sword for me because if you want to be better in life and maybe make a little more money so you can do more of the things you want. Cause unfortunately sometimes that's what you need. Mm-hmm. You maybe want to look towards those people and push strive to be like them. So yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? I, I think that that's a really, really good, good way to look at things where you gotta, you have to kind of take both sides into consideration. Like you said, it's a double-edged sword cause, cause of every reason why you said it, but I choose mm-hmm. to look at people um, and not compare. I, I choose to look and see like, what do I want that they have? And not from like a jealous perspective, like, like with you, I wanted mm-hmm. to be more, um, just more blunt. I, I used to be blunt, but in a bad way before. And then mm-hmm. I started to be a little bit more reserved. And now since I've met you and known you I, I took that from you so instead of me looking at you and being like man I'm not as blunt as him I I'm a loser I'm just a pushover wussy that sucks I, instead of doing that I just looked at you and was like 
I really want to be like that. So I'm going to take what I think he does and make it so it fits me and, and use it in my life. Hopefully that was a good an analogy and example, but that was something that, that I thought of. I like that you said that because um, if somebody has something or does something that you maybe admire and it doesn't fit your, maybe your moral compass or your, your goals in life, then I don't think you should adapt it. Like, I like how you said you adapted it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you made it fit yourself. I think that's the key. Uh, If someone's a, someone's a millionaire and I want to be a millionaire, but they're an asshole and you know, they'll uh, stab anybody in the back and all that. I mean, I don't want to be like them. So yeah. So maybe take their work ethic or something like that. Some of the stuff that got them there that isn't being a manipulative jerk. Yeah, exactly. I actually thought of this question this morning um, due to a certain circumstance that I'm not going to say. Um, what um, what are your thoughts on the value of time? I'm going to leave it open-ended. On the value of time? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? I mean, yeah, we don't get any, we never can get any more. That's one thing you can never get back. I mean, and just how do you think about it? And you're a lot younger than me. Yeah. So I, when I was your age, I never worried about it. Now I think about it a lot more. So I just wanted to get a young man's perspective. Yeah. It's a, you got to remember, I'm not really a young man. Um, so it's like, you're talking to a 50 year old, but I mean, I'll, I'll give you my perspective. So um, I think that time is like this changing entity for me where like, it depends on where I am in life and it depends on the day and it depends on my mindset completely because down the road, I know that when I'm 90 years old, I'm going to rather have spent time, even just stupid time with my wife or my son, rather than spent time playing PlayStation. Like the times that I play PlayStation, it's to like unwind and escape. But I already know in the future, I'm going to look back on that and be like, I would give away every bit of every second, every minute spent on that game to have more time with other people. But in the moment, I basically sacrifice that on purpose because my mind isn't in that future mindset then, if that makes any sense. I, I feel like in the moment, I, I recognize just how valuable time is, but I purposely uh-huh. choose to spend it in... Kind of, kind of the same way as if I were to go out and and just buy something for no reason just because I want to. So I kind of, I kind of see it as as a commodity like money. Like I know that spending money, it'd be smarter to save it up or it'd be smarter to do stuff. Oh, it's green. Sorry, my my son just came downstairs. <laughs> he he was up having quiet time, but stuff like this, like like the. Um, the podcast right now personally i'd rather be spending uh-huh. time with my son but i'm gonna do this because this is this is fun too so so i i guess it just depends on where i want to spend my money or where i want to spend my time hopefully that made sense i was in the middle of the thought and then it came down so it's okay <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> what i was talking about it's all good it's all good um i'm gonna jump on that to me just as the older i get the more i think about how fast time goes 
Um, so I guess I would, I guess I would value it more because I feel like it's, it's obviously I'm going to have less of it. You know, it's like if we all lived at 80, you know, I have a lot less, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully make the most of it, what I have and do more things when I can. Um, and then one thing I'll say, and I'll move on is I hate when people are late. I hate it. If you tell me you're going to be there at a time, I want you to be there even a little bit before, like Vince yeah. Lombardi said, if you're five minutes, if you're five minutes early or late or whatever he said. So, yep. Um, just the idea of even if you're meeting someone or anything, or you're going to get on a call, it doesn't matter. Like if you don't respect the other person's time enough to get there when you said you were, it's just, I don't know, it's disrespectful. Were you ticked off by that this morning? It's just, I mean, I'm not ticked, but it's like, if it happens once and you're like, your car broke down or something, I get it. But when mm-hmm. it's all the time, it does, it does start to bother yeah. me. It's just like, it's like the other person thinks the value, you know, their time's more valuable. I just don't like yep. it. Yeah, I get that. But it's all good. There are bigger things to worry about. I yeah. get it, but. For sure. It's like a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got one for you. This is strictly for you. Okay. So the book I'm reading about JC Dugard, the girl that got abducted and all that mm-hmm. her abductor uses religion a lot in the book and she she this is her first hand account mm-hmm. what's going on dude sorry you're talking about me yeah it's my it's my son playing with something i don't know how to get rid of that <laughs> when you listen to this later that stuff you hear is so bad sorry people. oh it's man i'm sorry but yeah, i'm um, like totally in a different no, room okay. too it's all good. Uh, we don't have the best sound quality anyway, so it doesn't matter. We're just trying our best. Um, but no, he uses religion a lot to manipulate and like control her. And I just want, I don't know, just take just take it from there. What do you think of that? Well, first, hopefully you can hear me. <laughs> I can hear okay. you. I can just hear a lot of background yeah. noise. Yeah, sorry about the background noise again. I won't apologize again, but this is the last time I'll apologize. Um, so what I think is, I, those kind of things, um, this is going to sound horrible, but, uh, those kind of people doing that are the kind of people that don't belong on this earth and only, um, they, they work for Satan. That's, that's the way I see things. And I would never, ever do anything to anyone. So I don't ever want anyone to think that I would, but I would, um, I wouldn't be sad if those kind of people, if they weren't going to be able to repent anyway, and they were just going to continue down that path, if they were to just be on an island by themselves and away from people, because that's not fair um, Mm -hmm. to live in that kind of a situation. And I had a, not a similar situation, but I had some horrible stuff happen to me from my mom and she was claiming God and Christianity. She wasn't saying like, that was the reason why she was doing it, but it's still disgusting to do that. Um, I, I think that the world and people um, are a lot better off without those kinds of people. Um, I just, I think it's sick. I think it's twisted. And I think it's really, really disgusting that um, anyone on earth can just utter the words, um, I believe in Jesus or I believe in God. 
and all of a sudden they're an ambassador of it because of those words. Um, or even, I don't know if this dude was a Muslim or what it was, but any kind of religion. Like, I, I don't like that they no. can just do that. And, Christian, he said, okay. he, he read, that was just the backstory on him. He was like, like later, the longer she was there, she said he was reading the Bible all the time and he was like doing Bible studies, but then, I mean, he's still abusing mm-hmm. her and then like claiming, you know, that she's there to help him of his sick thoughts and yeah. all this stuff. And I mean, that's horrible. He, I mean, he's, when you do this to someone when they're 11, they're still so like easily manipulated. And like they showed, she had some of her journal writings in there and you could tell that honestly, she seemed like to understand that he was abusing her, even though she started so early. I mean, obviously he knew that she was abusing. I said that wrong, mm-hmm. but like that it was so messed up, but he was trying, it was just, it's such a weird situation, but to me, it's like, if you're going to do that, you're a pervert and then you're going to, you know, let's just say claim God. That's just so messed up in my opinion. I just, and I, and I see why, you know, like non-Christians get a bad taste in their mouth from like, yep. you know, people that claim God and do things to kids and stuff like that. Yep. And that's just another example that it's just messed up. Yeah. So. That's, I actually have told people this a little bit. Hey, can you be a little bit quieter, buddy? <laughs> I guess not. Oh, well. um, he's just sending it. Yeah, he was, he's just banging on the boxes. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually see um, the point of view of non-Christians a lot more than I do Christians. I actually share the same point of view as them um, on a lot of things, which people in the church would look at me. And I have had people tell me, like, what are you talking about? That makes no sense. No, I think it makes all the sense in the world because – the church itself, the, the church is so far removed from the Bible, like for the most part, like the big overarching church is removed from the Bible so much that it isn't even about the Bible or about God. It's about the church. So so it's just like this human entity instead of this supernatural entity. So anytime I would I would much rather choose someone who does not claim God to be friends with than someone who claims God and is purposely going out of their way to sin because both are sinners. Mm-hmm. One of them's claiming that they don't know. One of them's claiming that they do. And one of them's a liar. So I don't know mm-hmm. it, what's funny. You, I'm sure you knew this, but you kind of poked a subject that, that I, I like talking about, but it it's weird and kind of painful to talk about too. Um, no, I hope I, I, hope I, I don't I mean, sound judgmental when I'm talking, but I actually, you know what? I, I hope I sound judgmental when I'm talking because I'm supposed to judge people that claim the same thing that I claim. It says it in the Bible. I'm supposed to judge my brother and sister. Well, if my brother is going around and keeping this 11 year old girl hostage, that's he, he does not belong where I'm going. And, and, and he's not living what he's supposed to be living. So he, he would need to repent and he would need to, he would need to come back to Jesus. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think people have, have the balls to say that kind of stuff though, because the church is all about, Oh, don't judge me. Don't do this. Don't do that. No, we're, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't try to get your ruffle your feathers. I just wanted no, to your good. opinion because to me, it, it's what gives, we'll just say Christianity. Cause that's what we're talking about. And that's what you and I know. You know it better than me, but 
it gives it a bad name, and that's why people that are quote unquote non believers <laughs> all I hear is hammering. <laughs> yep, yep. He's just <laughs> my goodness. He's just slamming down the Hot Wheels track. Um it just gives people a bad taste and they don't even wanna they wouldn't even want to give it a try because of situations like this and maybe priests doing things they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And um but the thing is that you know that's like the we'll just call them the one percenters. They don't they don't see the people like you or my brother doing amazing things. So that's yeah. just, that's the horrible thing to a, me. That it people end up getting getting God confused with people. They get God confused with the church because they see people like me even. Like let's say that I let's say that I do something where where a non believer is like, You're a Christian yet you're doing this, that makes no sense. I yeah, I understand that, but I'm I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. God is perfect. So if we're going to judge God based on what his followers do, that's a losing battle. That, that's, you're going to lose yeah. every, every minute of every single day, and you're not going to be a believer ever if that's how you're going to judge it. So that's, that's the really, really unfair part to me is that, that what is her name, J.C. Dugard? Yeah, JC Dugard. Okay, I don't know if she's a I don't know if she's a believer now or not, or I don't know what's up, but she, um, her view of God was tainted by a human being doing things to her while claiming to know him. That's the scariest yep. part. Actually, it's uh, in the book. She well, this book was written in 2011, I think. She was found in like '09 or whatever, but. She said, she kind of, I don't know if she just flat out says, I, I'm not a believer, but I, she kind of says she's not a Christian in there. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't, I honestly don't blame Me either. Her. It's like when you, the only thing you ever know if someone's speaking of God is a guy that's raped you for 18 years violently and kept you locked in captivity for 18 years. And then he's reading Bible verses after that. I mean, I just don't know how you could. And it's like, that's so not fair to her. Mm-hmm. And but that's my stuff. But that's getting too deep. But let's do. A, I got an idea because all I can hear is banging. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh man, it's that uh, bad. It's loud. Let's do this though, because the deep conversation is going to be tough. Um, <laughs> I can go in the. Back. I want to do like. <laughs> I want to do like a rap. With, yeah, I literally I can't even hear you right now. Okay, one second. If you listen to this later, you'll know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dude. And now the acoustics no, are going to okay. be really weird because I'm in the bathroom. It's all good. Let's just take like five, ten minutes. I'm, I just Googled like random uh, rapid fire questions. Let's just do one. Okay. Also, can I quickly say something? Yeah. I don't identify as a Christian, as weird as that sounds. And it's because people have hijacked the word Christian and Christianity. I tell people mm-hmm. I'm a Christ follower, which is the exact same thing, but I, I say that because it puts the emphasis on Christ and not on Christian. So so that's what I that's what I tell people, just so you're aware. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I guess I don't wanna misspeak and say this guy was claiming he was a Christian, but he was I mean if you're reading he, Bible verses she, and stuff, that's <laughs> Yeah, she her like one of the last chapters I read, she was like given a Bible verse on John one one and all this stuff, but I everything he did was to justify like what he was doing. Yeah. So 
that's my sounds stuff. like the Christian church today, just justification from different verses. Right. All righty here. Let's see if this will even open. 122 random questions to ask. <laughs> Fun and unexpected. I'm going to ask them to you and you're going to answer. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I can actually hear you now. It's awesome. <laughs> this site is like taking forever. Let's see here. All righty. Let's see. We should have one coming up here, people. We need the Jeopardy theme right. song. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Follow Jesus. And I'm do, not, do not follow the church. Read the Bible. Do not listen to pastors. Find the joy that I found. Um, I was going around life just basically effing off, screwing around, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you name it, I did it. And that wasn't good. And I and I found something that actually fulfills me. So, And that happened because I was not listening to the church, because I was following Jesus, and I had a really, really good role model. So find one person that you trust, if they're a Christian, and... And listen to him. 35 seconds. Good job. Thanks. If you had to work but didn't need the money, what would you do? If I had to work and didn't need the money, what would I do? I would probably... I'd probably be a pastor. What's in your fridge right now? Um, you want me to show you, you want me to like read it out to you? <laughs> no, stay where you are. You're in a good, just tell me what's in there. I, I don't know. One second. Strawberries, blueberries, a rotisserie chicken, uh, fruit punch, apple juice, milk. I think it's, uh, whole milk. Um, six packets of buddy beef. I have four Oscar Mayer beef hot dogs. I have blackberries, some yogurt for my wife, a bunch of cheese, uh, three heads of broccoli, like six Honeycrisp apples. Um, Trying to do all this from memory. I just barely glanced at the fridge. Um, Don't know what else. You done? What's your favorite movie? Can I name three of them that are tied? Nope. Favorite. Please. For love of the game. Kit. Where do you not mind waiting? Uh, I don't mind waiting in line um, for not a baseball line, game. Just waiting. Wait, no, wait, waiting in line. Sorry. Waiting in line for a baseball game. Uh, that I'm like camped out for, for a big bobblehead giveaway. I used to do that all the time when I was a little kid. Okay. If you could close one fast food chain due to disgusting food, which would you close? McDonald's. Did you? Okay. No, not even going to go into it. No, no. It, it's, it's because of how disgusting it actually is. It Coming from the guy that used to eat this every I, day. I still eat it. It doesn't matter about how much I eat it. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> if you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Disinvent? Disinvent. Yeah, because this is rapid fire, I got to go with the first thing that came into my mind. Um, yep. Social media. Oh, good one. All right. Social media or porn. Porn is a big one that I would totally disinvent. If you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be? Full House. Okay. What would be the best thing about not having a sense of smell? <laughs> My wife's going to hate me for that. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, not having to smell poopy diaper. Mine would be not having to smell your ass after we ate ribs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Every time we I can't wait. Darts, I swear I crap my pants. I can't wait to get some barbecue in me. I know. I was just telling Kristen that. I was just saying I cannot wait until we can actually go down. It's like one of the things that I'm missing probably the most out of everything besides maybe going to church and seeing my family is going with you down to down to Menasha. I know. I sent you the thing, though. They're going to be in Green Bay now. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Uh, would you leave your hometown forever or stay in your hometown forever? Mm. I, uh, I I wish I could get clarification on this question, but I'm just going to take it at face value, meaning I can't ever leave my hometown. <laughs> I would choose not to ever go back to my hometown if I truly can't leave it, like even for vacations. Um, but if I could leave it for vacations, I would, I would choose to live in only my hometown. Yeah. Let me rephrase it. I'm actually reading off this website, but I don't like that question. I, how about this? You could live in your hometown forever, or if you moved out, you had to, you could never go back and live. I mean, you could go back there. You just couldn't live there again. What would you choose? I would choose to live there. I would say I would prefer not to live there. For mine, and I know you're not asking, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying. No, I, because I, there's little towns around my hometown that I like better. So if I wanted to be close, I could be. Mm-hmm. And I also just like going places, so it's all good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, when scrolling, oh, you just talked about social media. Literally, this is so random. When scrolling <laughs> through social media, do you prefer posts from celebrities or from your best friends? My best friends. Or just acquaintances and friends. Uh, the only thing that I ever pay attention to that's um, not friends on Facebook is like if Sports Center or ESPN um, post something. And I don't have social media, so I don't care. <laughs> I I shouldn't say that. I like YouTube. I don't even know if that's social media technically. I mean, it's I guess it would be. That. I just well, like I like it because people that are start you know have their own channels with something to say, like the fitness space. I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So that's just something I'm going to do. So is there an app that you hate, but use anyways? Um, Facebook. If you could only speak one word today, what would you say? Love. All right. Now that you decided you have to use that for the next 10 answers. Oh, <laughs> What is the stupidest thing you've done because someone dared you to? (laughs) Love. 
What is the stupidest thing you've done on your own free will? <laughs> this is so dumb, dude, love. <laughs> if so you true, could lock love. up one if you could lock up one person in a mental institution, who would it be? <laughs> love. Too bad my mom is her nickname wasn't love. That would have been awesome. You basically said the answer then. What part of your body could you use a little lotion? <laughs> <laughs> love. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now you can just answer, but that's, okay. they have like little funny quotes under the question and that's what it said. Now <laughs> that they pick, let them choose, but that's funny. What part of the human face is your favorite? Just in general? Yep. Oh. Jeez, that's a weird question. Um, either the eyes or the lips. I want. I was. I was gonna say eyes because I feel like you get people with their eyes, like, yeah, just kind of how they look, or if they look down, you can kind of get, you can sense them if they didn't say anything. But that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Do you do a crazy dance when no one is looking? <laughs> yes. I prefer to dance when people are looking. Like at a wedding, I like to get out there and make a fool of myself. Oh, me too. I remember. I like vividly remember that dance that you did at the Pure Bar place. When we were doing the Christmas in July thing, do you remember that? Yeah, dude, I, I like doing that stuff. I, it's got to hit me I just right. Too. Usually with alcohol, that was a sober one. I know, dude. I've it's weird doing it sober, but I do it sometimes in the middle of um, in the middle of Walmart. But the key there is what's weird. If I do it in public, I have to have someone else there with me because it's funny to them. I don't just do it by myself. But like, if Kristen's there with me. I would just start breaking out the running man in the middle of Walmart. Like, yep. Cool. I agree. I think it's because I like to see if I can get someone else embarrassed at my behalf. Yep. <laughs> yep. And like, I don't care. Cause I have no shame. Like I'm, I'm fine. If I'm around someone else. Now, if it's by myself, I might get embarrassed. So. Yeah, I, I never thought of it like that. I would never do anything like that by myself, but when there's people no. there, I always like to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the best thing before sliced bread? I uh, love. I don't know. <laughs> if you could wedgie any historical figure, who would you pick? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Not kidding. Underneath that question, it says the mental image of Hitler with a wedgie is enough to justify this question. Not <laughs> even kidding. That's, That's awesome. Literally, I typed in rapid fired questions too, and I clicked on the first picture I saw. So that's how, how we got here. That's uh, awesome. How come you never read about a psychic winning the lottery? <laughs> because they don't want to say that they want it. I don't know. If maybe it's because they don't. No, it's because psychics are bullshit. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because psychics are a joke. Yeah. How many pennies would fit in this room, in your room that you're in? Um, oh, fudge. I was trying to do like a little bit of mental. A million? You've been given an elephant. You can't get rid of it. What would you do with it? <laughs> the old me would have answered this question in a very entertaining way. Let's hear um, the old views version. No, no, thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd probably just ride it 
around downtown Green Bay make people look at me funny. That's awesome. Ride it to the Lambo and just sit there with it. Let it yep. shit all over. Yep. Hey, can't be worse than the Packers. Well, no comment. Would you rather be trapped <laughs> in an elevator full of men with B.O. or three soaked dogs? Oh, I, I wanted to vomit when you said the, the B.O. Oh. The dudes, because I'm so allergic to dogs. I know that was a catch-22 for you there. (laughs) Would you rather live permanently in a roller coaster park or in a zoo? Permanently to... Sorry, I just got a message when you said that. What was that? Would you rather live permanently in a roller coaster park or in a zoo? (laughs) Roller coaster park. Yeah. I was going to say I'd pick zoo because I like animals but the animals in the zoo you don't like pet so no and it stinks granted roller coaster parks you're stuck with the bo from big guys so you know what it's the same question back and forth back to back (laughs) it's the same question would you rather look like a potato or feel like a potato (laughs) Uh, i've seen some pretty sexy potatoes um i would rather I'd rather feel like one. I don't want to look like a potato. That shows you how vain I am. You are. You and your backwards hats or earrings. Yeah. All right. We're going to do three more. Oh, I like this. Oh, well, I only have, it's like 10 more minutes. Okay. We can do 10 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> but would you rather have a permanently clogged nose or a piece of green food always stuck in your teeth? Um, uh, the tooth thing would be so annoying. Ah, uh, the tooth, the the thing in your tooth, because I, I've had a clogged nose for a lot of my life, and it's not fun. Yeah, I think when I'm reading this one, I would take the the food thing because as long as I'm not in front of a mirror, I wouldn't remember. I'd forget. Mm-hmm. You do not forget a clogged nose because you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or have the agility of a cat? Agility of a cat. What makes someone a hero? The heart behind the reason why they're doing something. I'm trying to think about that one. I think someone that inspires you by how they live their life. So my dad. Yeah, that's good too. That's a good one. If you inherited a private jet from a stranger, what would you do with it? If it was Donald Trump's jet, I I would probably crash it into the ocean and jump out with a parachute. Um, But I'm kidding. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I'd probably fly... um, I'd fly to, I'd probably fly to Miami. I was in Miami this year. I landed in the airport and then took off from there. Never got to, I got to look outside the airport. That was it. Miami's nice. One time when I was there, I was like 19, I think. The first two things that I saw um, entering the beach on South Beach was 
a gay pride parade because it was like pride week and then a woman getting her boobs painted so that was interesting that's rad what are you freakishly bad at and one of them is darts darts i'm kidding (laughs) i'm gonna answer for you okay darts and um 21 basketball yeah that's fair um (laughs) just kidding i wouldn't say you're freakishly bad at it no I'm not freakishly bad at either of those things, but I am freakishly bad at singing. Yes, that's good. I'm going to use that one if you were to ask me. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you by your computer? No. Do you want to... I can continue, and then when we do this again, you can ask me. You want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. I can do it to you next. Okay. What's something you've tried that you'll never, ever try again? Oh, geez. Rapid fire, bro. Let's go. I know. I, the first thing that came to my mind was not able to be said. Um, probably tequila. I'd say cigarettes. Oh, those are nasty, dude. I've puffed one and I don't, I just did it to be cool and I didn't, it was gross. What are the qualities you really enjoy in a friend? Honesty, transparency, love, um, mutual respect, and a good sense of humor. What place would you feel the most out of place in? Hmm. Um, oddly, a, a baseball clubhouse. Like baseball players are just douches it's not it's not fun <laughs> that the whole camaraderie between um guys actually you know what i'll go a step further take baseball out of the equation um just a dude's locker room uh, no no thank you too much macho masculinity for me would you rather have unlimited sushi for life or unlimited tacos for life unlimited tacos because i'm allergic to fish the food questions aren't fun because most of the time, one or the other, you can't eat. Yep. What's an ideal Christmas holiday for you? Um, hanging out with my family, going ice fishing after, um, and watching people's eyes light up while opening up presents. What's a common thing that you think about when you're alone? Death. Um, Van Halen, the 1975 baseball. Um, <laughs> That's just <laughs> random. Yeah. Like, no, like those are the things that go through my head. Like seriously, dude, it, you do not want to be in my head. That's one thing that I will tell everyone. Dude, you do not want to be in my mind. It's just this weird cesspool of just, it makes no sense what goes on. Um, I also think about how I um, just how I am as a person and how I don't like how I am as a person sometimes, but how I can improve and how I also like how I am as a person. So it's kind of bipolar. It's weird. If you could change one thing about your upbringing, what would it be? Hmm. 
Um, I would have allowed myself to play football. Because I really don't want to change anything else that actually happened to me because then I wouldn't be who I am. And you couldn't write an awesome book and inspire people. Yep. When you are old, what do you think your children will ask you to tell stories about? (laughs) The COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) I hate those words. (laughs) Just all those words. You you hate the number 19 now. When things break, do you prefer to fix them or replace them? Depends on what they are. I do not like to fix things, but if it's simple enough to fix, I'll fix it. Do you recycle? Yes. What's the best on-screen bromance? Either Brandon and Dylan from the old 90210, like Beverly Hills 90210. Um, oh, what was I just thinking about? Uh, Schmidt and Jenko from 21 and 22 Jump Street. Or... Said oh, best, not best three. You're not listening. Oh, screw you. <laughs> Keep hearing an Go. echo. I can hear myself echo. I hope that doesn't do that the whole time. That would suck. All it's right, a couple more. I think it's the acoustics in here. Uh, it's all good. What's your favorite type of workout? Um, I don't know. Hey, dude, what's up? Hi. <laughs> Hi, little bear. All right, time's almost have little yep. bear take us out. Tell him, okay. Tell him to tell the world to have a great day. Tell the world have a great day. Nick. Say have a great day. <laughs> Say it. No. Did you poop? No. <laughs> Did you poop? I smell it. No. <laughs> hey, have a have a good one. That's where I'm gonna end it. All right, we'll pick this up on another one and you can ask.